Before I started the Mrs. Fields cookie business, I actually weighed about 25 pounds more. I tried every diet under the sun. Every diet book basically said, give up dessert, give up chocolate. Now, I can't give up chocolate. Mrs. Fields Cookies founder, Debbie Fields. Today on Now I've Heard Everything, I'm Bill Thompson. Mrs. Fields Cookies can be found in hundreds of American cities and, in fact, around the world. It's one of the biggest names in the snack food industry, and it all started in 1977 when Debbie Fields and her husband started marketing her homemade-style chocolate chip cookies. They caught on, and she built an empire that she sold in 1993. Now, three years later, when I met her, she had just published a book of recipes, and not just cookie recipes. They were recipes for all-American desserts, to which she added her special little twist. Prepare to become very hungry. Here now from 1996, Debbie Fields. I never like to do anything just halfway. It's got to be absolutely... When I sit down and eat something, whether it's dessert or it's just food, I have to absolutely say, wow. I mean, my taste buds have to stand up, applaud, and go... Oh, like As an example, what makes my lemon meringue pie different? Well, the way I approached it... I mean, because, you know, when you think about it, lemon meringue pie is generally kind of... You know, you have the lemon curd in the center, you have the meringue on top, you have maybe a graham cracker crust on the bottom... And that's kind of the traditional way. What made mine special is I tried to make the most incredible lemon meringue pie, but with a crust of lemon lemon snap cookies. And I added to that some wonderful... Um, some wonderful cereal, and that way I took the two, blended them together, added a little butter, and created the most wonderful cookie crunchy crust. And by doing that, that gave it the most wonderful texture so it didn't get soggy. And so everything has a special Debbie Fields twist. Wow. Now my, uh, my significant other and I, who, by the way, thoroughly enjoyed the little tin of fudge that came the other day. Oh, those, those are actually the Mississippi mud bars, and they were they are actually in the uh, dessert book. Oh, we 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 were wondering though how someone who can come up with such fantastic recipes, these creations, which which we might as well be applying directly to our hips, looks like you. I mean, how do you you can't actually be sampling all this be. stuff, can yes, you? I do, I do, and I have to tell you, Bill. First of all, I love to bake. This is this is something from the heart. Baking is something that comes from my heart. It is a way, I have five daughters, it's a way for me to bring my family together. In fact, food is a way to unite people and really use that as a reason to get together. I mean, I use food, frankly, as a reason to see people. You know, come on over and I'll whip up some spaghetti and I'll have great desserts, but we're going to have fun and we're going to talk. So I use food as a way to get people together. But the question is, how do I manage my weight? I'll tell you something. Before I started the Mrs. Fields cookie business, I actually weighed about 25 pounds more. I tried every diet under the sun. And the problem with diets, you know, is that it, it basically, every diet book basically said, give up the thing I love, which was dessert, give up chocolate. Now, I, I can't give up chocolate. I love chocolate. I need chocolate. It's my daily, you know, it's, it's a daily requirement. And when I finally got to losing weight was when I finally said, you know what? Hold it. I'm going to make chocolate, I'm going to make dessert part of my life. I'm not going to deny myself. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, I'm going to allow myself to have it, but it's got to be in moderation. And therefore, when I look at my entire day, I absolutely plan my dessert in so that I know it's coming. 
I select what I want. I love what I eat. And I've always been, you know, my message is chocolate for the soul because it makes me happy and exercise for the heart. You got to You've got to do both. Because a lot of people do worry. I mean, a lot of people, many people, many of us are trying our best to eat right and do what we're supposed to do. And a book like this comes along and, you know, I mean, we look at something like this and we say, oh, I, rem- so I remember when good. I could used to have one of those. And here's my point of view. The thing about making making desserts that are really incredible, that taste great. First of all, when you make them with the best ingredients, you don't have to eat a whole wedge. You don't have to, you can eat just a small amount. You know why? Because it's so incredibly satisfying. The problem is, and I think that, I mean, it's happened to me because, you know, I went out and tried all of those low-fat, you know, reduced-fat snacks and desserts. And frankly, you know what? I end up eating more because it's not, not, there's just not enough chocolate in it. And so I'd rather have something small and something like wow and something intense as opposed to, and then just get it over with. As opposed to compromising. Well, you know, when I, when I, when I opened the little tin that you were very kind to send, there was. Did you a, eat the whole thing? Well, not personally. Good for you. <laughs> See? It worked. But I came, we, we'd, we'd gone out to dinner. She and I, my, my significant other, we'd gone out to dinner one night. We came back thinking we'll have, we'll have this tin for dessert. And I looked at just one of those little squares and I thought, you know, I, I'm not even sure I could manage one of those. That's for my dessert. point. That's my point. Because you get a chance to go, Wow, I'm satisfied. I'm really satisfied. This has it all. And so that's the way I've always approached it. So, you know, whether it's the lemon meringue pie or it's the puddings that I created, I mean, I love, I have to tell you, I mean, I love cobblers. So, you know, how do I approach a cobbler? Well, once again, fruit is, it's so easy to make. I mean, cobblers are so traditional, so old-fashioned, so homey. And it's, you know, I think of the fireplace going, and I just feel I focus on family. And I can make, you know, fresh fruit cobblers. And then what I do is I'll put just a wonderful crust on top, once again, creating some texture with some oatmeal so that it's not, so that it's exciting, it's not boring, that you have the texture of the wonderful fruit and then something that you can taste like a biscuit on top. Do you do you have do you meet people who th- only think of you in terms though of cookies because they know that yes. you, because you, your name is so connected. You know what it is. See now, this book is unique, and this this in fact this book and the whole TV TV series is unique. Why? Because this is not being done as Mrs. Fields. This is being done as Debbie Fields, Great American Desserts, and and that is the reason was because I actually sold Mrs. Fields three years ago, and I still work with Mrs. Fields as a consultant. I mean, it's still you know it's still something that it's like I gave birth to this. It's like part of my family. But this is, I'm doing this on my own. And this is really, once again, my passion for, I love baking with my family. I love, I just love everything that dessert does to people. I mean, I have to tell you something. When I bring in a pound cake or a bun cake into the office or to people's homes, something neat happens. I mean, they just are so touched. I'm guessing, though, their expectations are pretty high. Well, you know, I'll tell you something. You're right. In fact, that's really very difficult because people seem to think that I'm really this great chef, and I'm not. You know, I love to bake. My cooking skills are, you know, the girls say... Uh-oh, mom's in the kitchen <laughs> cooking tonight. Help. Because I'm always experimenting. You, I mean, I, I'm like this mad scientist in the kitchen, always trying to experiment, coming up with something new. And so I always have spaghetti and macaroni and cheese standing by when I flop. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls are happy. They're like, oh, mom's cooking tonight. We should have pizza. But it's funny because I find that people do have these expectations of me. But this is really my way of venturing out into my own 
business. It's scary, Bill. I mean, this is this yeah, is been really, there before. Yeah, of course. I mean, once you're an entrepreneur, you're always an entrepreneur, and it, what it always takes is guts and really doing your best. Whatever it is, doing your best. I have to tell you that. I really believe as we put the uh, recipes together in this book, which are 100 recipes, that, I mean, I just, I was so excited because, I mean, it was like I was in, I was in search for the best apple pie, but, of course, with a twist, that classic twist. And, of course, what my apple pie is an example. I put in some dried cranberries which gives it color. I mean, it makes it look beautiful. It gives, I love cranberries in terms of the flavor because it has just a little bit of sweetness and tartness and texture that goes into the smoothness of the apples. So once again, everything I'm doing is just how can I be a little bit more creative? And I mean, this was a challenge, but it was an exciting one. My goal in doing all of this was getting people who are novice with, you know, novices and people, whether they're skilled, is just getting them back into the kitchen and saying, you can do it. It doesn't take a lot of time. You can get it. You can get back involved. You can get entrenched in that kitchen and you can create a lot of wonderful baking memories that you can cherish and you can share. Debbie Fields is 63 now. She's still a spokesperson for the Mrs. Fields Cookies brand. She lives in Tennessee. Are you new to Now I've Heard Everything? Well, you can find all of our past episodes on my website, heardeverything.com. Every episode we've ever posted is there. You can hear them all. We post new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you can find Now I've Heard Everything on all major podcast platforms. And thanks for listening. Next time on Now I've Heard Everything, she was a fixture on Fox TV in its earliest days. And in fact, her show gave rise to The Simpsons, my 1998 interview with comedian Tracy Ullman. I wasn't a conventional looking person. I still am not. I'm not a great beauty. And otherwise, I just wanted, I wasn't, didn't want to be Cinderella. I wanted to be the ugly sisters. That's next time on Now I've Heard Everything. I'm Bill Thompson. Bill Thompson.